0: Welcome to the Forgiveness Warriors podcast. I'm Dr. Jerry L. Cook. In this podcast, you'll be empowered with the tools you'll need to forgive and let go of a hurtful past. As an author and certified life coach, I'll be your guide, helping you let go of whatever's holding you back and helping you become the forgiveness warrior you were meant to be. It's never going to get better. You're never going to make it. No one is ever going to love you. These are just a few lies that Satan loves to tell you. And if he could get you to believe these lies, then he's going to keep you from loving yourself. And he's going to keep you from forgiving, and he's going to keep you from moving on with your life. So if you feel stuck in any way in your life, chances are that you have bought into one of his lies. This month, we're going to look at some of those lies and what you could do about them, because you can beat them. But you have to know how to first. Sure, there is a common adage. You need to pray. You need to have more faith. You need to love yourself more. Yes, we could all do those things. But if we want to really have more faith, to love yourself completely, or to pray with confidence, then you have to know how to battle Satan's lies. Especially the lies he tells you about yourself. Think of it this way. Why do you think Satan would go after you so much? It's because you're a threat to him, that's why. And you're a threat to all he stands for. So let's take a moment to look at how he operates. Satan is a master at three things. Number one, connecting a broken or hurtful past to present circumstances. Number two, whipping that connection up to grab your attention And number three, convincing you the lie is truthful by making you believe that the lie came from you. I'll give you some specific examples of this in just a, a few minutes. But let's focus on just one of Satan's lies. No one will love you or that you feel that you're unlovable. If you have bought into this lie, then you might be looking for a relationship to prove to you that you are lovable. Or perhaps you're already in a relationship and you're upset with your spouse or a loved one because they do not make you feel loved. Now, don't get me wrong. Everyone deserves to be treated right. But if you're buying into this lie that someone else has to make you get to that point where you are able to love yourself, then you are on a dangerous path individually and also in your relationship. Why? Because any fault any mistake, or any time you feel discouraged or depressed or sad, you know what the next lie is going to be, right? It's your spouse's fault. It's your girlfriend's fault. Or it's your boyfriend's fault. I need them to make me happy. And if I'm not happy, it must be because, well, they don't love me. And that's why it's so hard to forgive others that we really care about. Because you need them to make you feel like you are loved and that you are worth loving, Forgiveness requires energy and hope, things that could only come when you love yourself fully. So here's a little homework example for you, or homework assignment, I should say, before our next episode in this series. Anytime you think a negative thought about yourself, ask yourself one question. Is it always true? Because a lot of times Satan will say things like, you've never been loved. You'll always be a loser, right? Satan likes to use those kinds of total or universal words, and you just ask one question, is it always true? Now, I'll give you a quick example of this. The year of 2020, oh my goodness, it hit our family big time. Emotionally, spiritually, financially, physically, I mean it hurt in every way, and it's left some serious scars. When I try to rebuild, improve, and hope again, I keep getting this thought of, what's the point? It'll never get better, and sometimes I'll even get to this, you're a horrible father because you should have kept your children from the pain that they experienced. That was your job, and you failed. You're a horrible father and a horrible person, and when I buy into these lies, I immediately feel like I am unlovable or at least that no one else could possibly love me. Do you remember the three things Satan is good at? Number one, connecting a broken or hurtful past to, pre- to present circumstances. Well, I grew up with a very abusive father and uh, the neglect in particular was horrible. Those were some very painful and traumatic years and memories. And Satan reminds me of the damage that fathers can do when they're imperfect. So Satan connected my broken or hurtful past to my present experience. The second thing that he does is he whips up that connection to grab my attention. And that happens over and over again. It's kind of like he takes a a memory Or an emotion, and he runs it around and around and around until it's a deeper and deeper groove into our mind. And Satan loves to use that pattern of going around and around and around just to whip you up. Number three, he convinces you that the lie that he is telling you is truthful by making you believe that the lie came from you. If I think a thought, I I naturally assume it came from me. I mean, I don't I don't like to lie, and so it must be truthful, right? Why would I ever lie to myself? While I was preparing my thoughts about this, I was I found a video on National Geographic of uh, of a bird. I think it's called a liar bird. Those of you who are familiar with birds could correct me if I'm wrong, but the liar bird liar bird can imitate any sound that it hears. Uh, Matter of fact, in the video I was watching, the bird was imitating camera sounds. Now, if a bird can imitate sounds so closely, don't you think Satan could find a way to do that with us? Where he could imitate how we sound or how we think we sound in our own voice? It's kind of like, You know, when you're speaking into something that records your voice and you play it back and you're going, hey, wait a minute, that's not my voice. My voice sounds like this, right? Well, Satan has talked to us probably so much about ourselves that we just naturally assume that that's our voice. The scary thing about these lies is it could go from zero to 60 in just a second or two. And So, for example, I could open the fridge and I think, Oh, you know what? I wish there was more food in the fridge. To boom, I'm a horrible father, completely unlovable in just a few seconds. So, do you remember what needs to happen? Ask if it's always true. Okay, so in my example, as painful as it may be to acknowledge that there were times that I wasn't a good father, was I always a bad father? Well, in that moment, it may feel that way, but no. I, the, the data is very clear to me that there have been many times when I have been a good father. When? Well, I very frequently tucked in my children at night, shared stories with them, laughed with them, played games with them, supported them, cheered them up, teaching them about life. I mean, there's been a lot of times where I've pretty much given up everything I have and who I am for their happiness. I mean, Jesus Christ did that. On a much more massive scale, I could never compare to that. And would I consider him a failure? No, of course not. So why would I take myself, someone who has sacrificed so much because I love my children, and consider myself a failure or unlovable? No, I didn't feel good immediately, but at least I began to notice the tactic or lies that Satan was telling me And that's the first step is being able to recognize when it's your voice versus the opposition's voice. And you could do the same. What lie is he telling you about yourself today? Thank you for joining me on today's Forgiveness Warrior podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and share your five-star review so other warriors can find the podcast. Unforgiveness is a terrible battle, but it's a battle we can win. It's a battle we must win, and it's a battle we will win.